Summer racing in Tasmania. It doesn't get any better. The stars shine on and off the track during the Ladbroke Summer Racing Festival and with the Hobart and Launceston Cups in February, there's no better time to be trackside. Book your tickets today at goracingtasmania.com.au. Coming up next, we've got brand new music from a really exciting artist about to drop their debut album called Save Up to $500 off a range of devices at Telstra. Deals. You didn't see it coming from Telstra. Offers end March 4. Text anytime 0487 736 736. Right across Western Australia. You're listening to The Run Home with Hayes and Mardo. Welcome back to The Run Home and you get more service and satisfaction at Morley Kia. With all the fanfare around the WWE Elimination Chamber, I think many people have forgotten there's a Western Derby on Saturday <laughs> night almost at the same time and we're joined by the Norm Smith medalist. He's now an assistant coach of the West Coast Eagles, former captain as well in Luke Shuey. Luke, welcome to The Run Home. Thanks, Hayes. Thanks, boys. Appreciate you having me on now that I'm washed up. You're not washed up, mate. Still a bit to go in your coaching world. But uh, are the boys a bit disappointed that they don't get a chance to go to the Elimination Chamber? Yeah, oh, mate, I was spewing. I'm, I'm actually still half a chance, to be honest. Um, yeah, it's, uh, it is unfortunate. It would have been good fun to get along, but uh, looking forward to getting our campaign underway anyway. Mate, I think it's the second time that your pre-season games are killing you because didn't it affect your chances of going to Blink-182? I uh, nearly did, mate. I ended up... Uh, snagging a couple of mosh pit tickets for the Friday night. So um, I was able to relive my 10 years again. But, um, yeah, the scheduling's been a bit of a pickle. But, um, as I said, footy's, uh, footy's priority. So wrap to, to finally get into it. Before we get into the footy, who's the biggest WWE person at your club? Oh, I don't know, mate. I reckon it's something you'd, you'd keep pretty low-key now that we're adults. Um, <laughs> it's, hard, it's hard to know. It's hard to know who's uh, who's a fan. Um, Hamish Brayshaw, uh, young fellow used to be on our list, obviously, Andrew's brother. Mm. He was a big fan, so I, um, I'm putting money on him being there and not watching his brother at Laugh Lane. But, um, <laughs> now, my brother-in-law's a big fan. He's uh, 30, 35, just had his first baby, and he's found a way to get out to the WWE. So... Ozzy's uh, wife, a bouquet of flowers and a night out at some stage, I think. Angus's brother as well. But let's talk about your adjustment period. You've, of course, been a player for the last, I think, 14 years and now into the coaching group. How have you found it? Yeah, I've loved it, Hayes. It's, um, you know, I, I thought I'd realised pretty early whether I'd regretted my decision or made the right decision. But, um, no, very comfortable uh, stepping away from playing and, and moving into coaching. It's, it's obviously something I had a passion for for a while and, um, everything I sort of envisioned it would be, it's um, it's been exactly that and uh, so far, and it's been good fun. So, yeah, enjoyed um, finding my feet for three or four months and um, rapid games are finally coming around and get to um, get on the job officially in the coach's box. But, um, no, it's been good fun, busy, but uh, looking forward to looking forward to the journey ahead. I did a function the other night with Oscar Allen. He still said you're the best kick inside the Ford 50 because I understand you've been doing a fair bit of training. How is the body when you've just taken the workload back a little bit? We know how difficult it was for you to get out in the park, particularly over the last three years. Have you noticed a bit of difference with the decreased workload? Yeah, you have weaseled me way into a few match sims here and there on a Friday. Um, it's been, uh, been good fun. Uh, scratching the itch a little bit, but not enough that I uh, I want to be back playing. But um, no, nah, the body feels good. I mean, I'm not 
certainly not putting the load through it that I, I used to and um, been enjoying doing a, a bit of running in me in me off time and putting the headphones in and trying to keep half fit but um, certainly not what I used to so when I do lace the boots up and, and have a run around um, I'm certainly not hitting any high speed that's for sure <laughs> um, staying away from that because I know I know how that ends but um, no no feeling good mate it's, um, it's been a refreshing change to be able to get up in the mornings and um, do whatever the kids want to do and, and not worry about you know training coming up and preparation and, and whether you're looking after your body as much as you need to be so um, yeah it's been refreshing but um, now feeling feeling okay what surprised you the most in this transition from pl- from player to coach is it the hours you now have to work is it the way the coaches speak to each other the analytics is there anything in particular where maybe you were slightly oblivious to it when you were out there as the skipper Oh, I think the analytics, Dano, is a good one. I, you know, not too much surprised me. I, I knew the hours were long and um, countless meetings throughout the week. I, I knew all that was coming, but I've actually enjoyed it. Um, but the analytics, some of the some of the stuff and some of the numbers the boys crunch behind the scenes is um, so in depth, and and uh, some of those boys go to you know ridiculous measures to, to try and get all this data for us um, as a coaching group. It's it's an amazing effort. I'm sure every club's the same, but um, probably they fall into the category underpaid, underappreciated. The, the analysts who who do all that work. I mean, it's a it's a big part of success, and um, they work they work tirelessly to get those those you know presentations and all the data together. But um, yeah, I never never really had an idea of how in depth that was. I think you're already pushing for a pay rise for the assistant coaches as well. So you've wasted no time there, mate. Best of luck with it. Uh, let's talk about some of the individuals, in particular Elliot Yo, and how important he is for the shape of the midfield. Oh, very important. Um, yeah, I, th- I think he's, he's probably our best, most influential player. So to not have him out there uh, for the last three years consistently, left a huge chunk in our midfield. Um, obviously, a few of us have been injured over the journey as well and we haven't been able to get much consistency but um, to have him back he put a mountain of work in over off season to get his body right he travelled overseas and made a few changes off field with his diet and, and preparation and um, he got a full summer in training wise and um, you know we're starting to see the results now some of the things he's, he's been doing in, in our practice matches and through training um, yeah it's special but it, it's what we know he's always been capable of he just hasn't had the opportunity so yeah, he'll be a huge addition to our midfield this year after not having him. Um, yeah, special player. Um, wrapped to have him back fit. So much has been said of your big-name draftees in recent years, so I'm going to leave them alone. I want to know about some other players and whether they're ready for round one and whether they're ready to establish their position in the team. Guys like Campbell Chesser and Luke Edwards and Rhett Bazo, Brady Hoff, another one that's been in there particularly last year. How are they progressing and do you expect all of them or any of them to be ready for round one? Uh, yeah, look, Hoffy, Hoffy's had a sensational first couple of years. I mean, he's, he's clearly in our best 22. Um, played, played a lot of footy for a young fella too over the last few years. So he's been exposed to the level um, at AFL and um, we know what he's going to bring. So he's been, he's been great. But yeah, Chesser and um, Lukey Edwards, uh, they've had you know, a few injury woes over the last couple of years, but both have had a strong summer, reasonably injury-free. And um, both training really well, uh, performed really well in our intra club last week and um, certainly in contention for our, our best 22 as well. So um, it's a great sign for us that these young boys, I think we've got you know, probably half our list under 21 or 22 years of age. So it's great to see them all having a, 
um, clean run it on field and start to get together and, and build some, some chemistry. And hopefully the next 10 years, we, we see these guys take the club forward and put us on their shoulders and take us you know, to some success. So um, all very exciting in their own ways. Uh, they've all got different strengths, but uh, when they bring it together consistently, uh, I think they're going to be a good little unit going forward. How far away are Liam Ryan and Dom Sheed who have been interrupted? Uh, Liam's probably closer than Dom. Um, you know, Dom, we've got to be careful with, with the, the bone stuff that, that's going on in his foot. So um, he's back on deck now, having to run around, which is great. So hopefully early in the season. And um, I'm sure Liam will be pushing for round one. So real quick recovery from his hammy that he had a you know a couple of months ago now. Um, but just another string to our bow in the forward line to get him fit. Um, we haven't really seen him all summer and we've been pretty pleased with their forward line and, and what they've been able to do. So he's a name you chuck back in there and there's a, there's a whole new element to our forward line. So that's really exciting for us. And, you know, we're trending in the right direction to have a um, you know, pretty healthy list come round one. Someone I'm looking forward to seeing out there this season is Ruben Jimby, not just because he's got the biggest biceps in the league by an absolute mile, <laughs> but I think he's going to go to another level. What have you seen that you like and where do you think he can get to this season? Oh, mate, he could go anywhere. He's, um, he's a monster. He's a terrific kid. He's, his work ethic and appetite to, um, you know, keep finding ways to get better and, and work hard is um, unmatched. So I haven't seen anyone with his attitude too often come through the system. So he's, um, he's going to be a really important player for us. Um, his ability to compete inside the contest and then, you know, be able to get outside of that and run the way he does. Uh, I've just never seen anything like it. He's a, he's a freak athlete. Um, and he's, he's taken a huge leap this year with his development and his, his maturity on field too. So um, I know he's only young, but already a bit of a leader for us through the midfield. And um, you don't want to put too much weight on the kid's shoulders, but almost sets the tone for us every time we go out to play with his attack on the footy and, and the opposition. So um, really excited to see him get a clean run at this year too. He played, I think, 17 games last year. Did his hammy late, but um, he committed to getting that right. He had a full summer. Um, you know, came back in unbelievable condition and just set himself up for a great, great season. It's always a special relationship when you win a premiership together with your coach, player, coach relationship. Now it's assistant and senior coach. What's it like working for Simo? And is it a different relationship now? No, nah, the, the relationship feels the same from my end, mate. I uh, have orders barked at me and I, yes, sir, no, sir, straight back at him. So it's, uh, he's, uh, no, obviously I've really enjoyed working with him for, uh, 10 years now so um, yeah built a really good relationship as a player but um, I think that's probably one reason why my transition into coaching has been so enjoyable it's I know the people around me you know I haven't had to spend time and effort relationship building so uh, there's a lot of time there that I was able to spend you know finding my feet and figuring out how to do certain things and how things work so um, I've seen pretty pretty firsthand over the last few years even as a player you know how he coaches behind closed doors and got an insight into you know his his brain and, and the way he sees the game and it's it's pretty impressive um i think we we knew that early on when he came to the club but yeah to be working alongside him obviously learning new things um week to week um working next to him in the in the coach's room and um that that's the same as, as all the other guys on board they've got a wealth of knowledge and experience and been really enjoyable to be able to sit there and just try and be a sponge and soak up everything they've, they've thrown away. 
Western Bulldogs today over the Hawks, Saints over Essendon. Have you been watching some of the preseason games? And in terms of some of the, I guess, the common themes that we're expecting this year in the AFL competition, what do you think it'll be from those teams and the, the certain game style that the West Coast Eagles might bring to the table? Yeah, caught a little bit of footy over the last few days. Um, obviously, been pretty, pretty focused on trying to get my my end of the bargain right going into Fremantle, but. Um, here and there, been tuning into KO and, and catching bits and pieces, but um, I, I think a lot of teams now are, yeah, you know, Collingwood win the premiership playing their style, but I don't think you can necessarily cut and paste that style of footy into into your program. You you need to sort of build your uh, game plan around the list you have, and, and not everyone's got the list that Collingwood have and, and the speed that they do either. So it's been interesting trying to get a feel for each team's sort of style of play over the last few days. And, um, you know, you can see certain trends creeping in here and there, and then you can see other teams going their own way and, and trying to uh, trying to pave a path forward doing what they want to do. So, um, you know, we'll, we'll know come probably round five or six who's, uh, who's ahead of who, and um, it's going to be interesting to see the next shift in terms of game style and the way teams play, um, you know, a common trend generally pops up every two or three years and um, it's going to be interesting to see who's tried to replicate Collingwood and who's willing to um, you know, go their own way and try, and try and forge an identity doing something different. There is a massive leadership void that needs to be filled by the West Coast Eagles. Let's be honest, you've got two blokes that had to replace you to try and get that leadership. <laughs> How have you seen it from them in their first period as captain? Sure, we said they should have got a third just quietly. <laughs> No, that's a good one, Hose. I haven't used that yet. That's, um, <laughs> that's, that's, that's terrific ammo. Um, oh, mate, they've both been sensational. Um, I think we had a fairly fairly good idea that they were both pretty good leaders and they've done a mountain of work over the last few years to help the club. But um, you, you just never know when you get thrust into captaincy you know, how guys are going to react. Um, their, their ability to balance, you know, the responsibility that comes with captaincy, uh, but continue to be themselves and, and lead in their own way has been the most impressive thing. Um, I've worked pretty closely, you know, with those two guys off field with with leadership and their uh, their ability to educate and and that sort of stuff. And um, to be honest, I'm actually not seeing a lot of the stuff I used to do. They've clearly gone about it, doing what they want to do, which which I love and it's sort of what I wanted, but. Um, they've had a huge influence off field already, you know, with our culture and some of the things we're trying to implement. They've just been terrific in, in terms of trying to get it done their way and they've had great buy-in from the rest of the playing group. So um, best thing is I've seen so far is neither of their performances are, um, you know, trending in the wrong way whilst, whilst trying to juggle captaincy. So that's the most important thing. Um, no doubt they'll perform this year for us when they're on the park and, um, yeah, just hoping they can, uh, or the rest of the footy club can carry our weight and, and have some success soon for these two boys. And they, they may well be our next premiership captains, but um, plenty of water to go under the bridge until we get there. But they've, they've started off on the right foot for sure. What about this weekend? One from a player's perspective and then two now that you're coaching. Do you like playing Frio in a preseason game or would you prefer to stick to just only facing them during the derby, during the regular season? What are you trying to get out of it as a coach? Well, it means you don't have to travel, so I always enjoyed playing Freo for uh, for a preseason game. Um, save the hours in the in the big bird until we get to the real season. But um, oh, I mean, the last probably the last seven or eight years, our battles with Fremantle, um, yeah, probably up until last year, I suppose, 
we've always actually been pretty tight. So it's always been a really good gauge pre-season of, of where you're at because they, um, they compete really well. They challenge you with the way they move the ball. And um, to be honest, I, th- I think most years they've actually knocked us off in, in pre-season. So, um, yeah, it'll be a good gauge. Obviously, they finished the year really strongly last year too. So we expect uh, much of the same from them and um, be a really good hit out. Um, great to have some names back on our uh, on our side of the fence and, and feel pretty much a, a full strength side minus two or three but um, yeah no doubt they'll be uh, they'll be a good side again this year and looking forward to getting a test of, of where we sit. Good on your boots. Appreciate your time and I think we're all looking forward to seeing how the West Coast Eagles go this season in 2024. Thanks again. Good on you, lads. Thanks for having me. Luke Shuey there. Big leadership void to fill by those two blokes, but sounds like they're doing a terrific job. I want to hear from our listeners. What do you want to see in this game? We're not too far away from the opening round, and, of course, our two teams play in round one. It is a pre-season game, but give us your thoughts. Join in any time on 0487 736 736 or call the Kia open line. That's 13 12 55. Thanks to Kia. Morley Kia. Get more. Everything is good to go at Chadston Mitsubishi. Up to $4,000 added value on selected models, unbeatable deals, Diamond Advantage 10-year warranty and cap price servicing. Good to go. Visit chadstonmitsubishi.com.au. LMCT 11716.